Tomorrow is mystery. Satan believes it can hit us, it can cause us pain. That pain will drag us away from Jesus. And whereas that pain strengthens our desire the more. But if you are not a real Christian, pain cannot strengthen your desire. You can know whether you are a real Christian or just a Christian by mouth. You see people say, I'm a Christian, you too say you're a Christian. But you are a real Christian by heart. If you're a real Christian, so teach your strengthen your desire and your determination for God. This is how we know we are Christian. Because many people keep asking me, T.B. Joshua, how do we know we are Christian? You know you are a Christian when your situation strengthens your desire and your determination for God. Tell your neighbor, you know you are a Christian when your situation strengthen your desire and your determination for Jesus. That's some will say, ah, this situation is too much because I'm not a Christian. Why this failure? Because, no, 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 we don't measure our Christian life by situation or by trial we are going through. You know you are a Christian when your situation, when your trial, when your temptation now becoming the object of strengthening your desire and your determination for God. Ah, you are a Christian. It becomes an object that strengthens your desire. Let me give you a good example. Like when you are thirsty, there will be a strong hodge for water. Are you with me? When you are thirsty, there will be what? A strong hodge for what? For water. You want to drink. So also, situation causes Hodge for who? For God. Tell your neighbor, situation cause our hodge for who? Then you're a Christian. You pray once in the morning, but because of situation you have, you started praying three times. Little time, in Jesus' name. This is in Jesus' name. Because you believe he's the only one that can rescue you. You have no other way. Situation cannot determine your position before God. When I say situation could be temptation, situation could be sickness, situation could be hardship, situation could be failure. When you are testing now, you can't sit down. You will be, ah, I need water, I need water. When you not see water, you see, the way you grab it, you want to drink it. So also, when situation does come, you run to Jesus. So, what is the position of Satan now? He's a foolish man. Because it's the cause of that situation. And he never knew that uh, the situation is the hodge that we have for Jesus. So when that situation now becomes an object of hodge, the reason why you run to Jesus, and Satan is the cause of it, it's useless to you. He has no bearing. But rather, opposite is the case today. 
When situation comes, you begin to lament. When that one inside you causes you to lament, to cry, instead of causing you to run to him and fast more, pray the more. Now you are now beginning to lament. <sighs> why this one? Yeah? I go to church always. I don't know why all this. I pray, I fast. I've not been smoking like before, and I've not been even following my friend to party. I'm not going to nightclub again. Why all this? Eh? Even when I was going to nightclub, I never faced all this crisis. Why this crisis? You know you are not a Christian. You are just a Christian by mouth. So I hope you can know whether you are a Christian now. You can know now. You know when your situation causes you urge to run to Jesus. If anyone or anybody is telling you that because you are a Christian, no situation, huh? if no situation because you are a Christian, how do you grow in your Christian life? Ask your neighbor, how will you grow in your Christian life when there is no situation? Ask your neighbor. Ask your neighbor. Again. Write it down, write it down, write it down, write it down. Write it down, write it down. Because those little things, they are things that disturb your life. They are things that disturb your relationship with God. You are lost already because of situation. How will you grow in your Christian life when there is no situation? You cannot grow in your Christian life if all joy, joy, food, food, uh, progress, progress, breakthrough, breakthrough. Breakthrough causes us to relax. When there is breakthrough, that cannot cause you to pray the more. You, rather, you dress well, the time to comb your hair, sit down, even when you want to come to Jesus. No. How will you grow in your Christian life when there is no situation? Like I said, situation can be barrenness, can be sickness, can be poverty, can be hardship, can be setback, can be temptation of any form. And these are the things now you are facing. These are the things that cause you to abandon your post. Instead of this thing, to draw you close to God, they are now taking you away from God. Okay, look at TV Joshua today. You know me, you read so much about me. If there's any man of God in the world because of persecution, you know more about TB Joshua more than any man of God. Because you are interested in TB Joshua. Five years, they were given me four years. See whether he will spend four years. You have been monitor when he will go. And uh, many of us have rebook and fast and pray that this church will collapse in the past ignorantly. But you realize that that prayer he refused to answer. You are now showing interest that I will see. This man, ah, ah, we pray that he should fall. But instead of this thing to fall, he's growing. What is the cause of all this, my God? So this is why the Bible says that we should not destroy relationship beyond what? Beyond repair, if you have a relationship, relationship is fundamental. It's of God. 
when there's trouble, be careful. Don't, even when you, husband and wife, you want to divorce. Okay, if it divorce, that should not end the relationship. Don't destroy it beyond repair. If you destroy it beyond repair, the person you are fighting may be a savior tomorrow for you. How will you meet the person? The person you are fighting, he has done so much against you, against you so bad. Whether that husband and wife, you want to divorce, okay. After the divorce, continue praying for that demand. And the man should continue to pray for you. He can give you a call anytime. Hello, how are you? I just want to know how you are doing. Because that relationship has been dear. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Happy New Year. You may be the first person he will give you a call to. I just want to greet you. Let it be me like that. Because he or she may be your savior tomorrow. That no, over my dead body, we meet in heaven. Who told you you go to heaven? Are you with me? Yes. Don't destroy a relationship beyond war. Repair. No matter what happens. Tell your neighbor, don't destroy a relationship beyond repair. Mm, yes. Satan is our accuser. And Satan is his pretty being. We are not fighting the flesh and blood. I cannot stand here and begin to abuse the flesh, abuse a person, abuse the name, call the name. No. The Bible says we are fighting spirit being, not flesh and blood. And it's a type of foolish man, Satan, that he can enter one today and use the person badly and lead the person. And the person you see as a Satan yesterday become savior tomorrow. How will you undo the situation if you have destroyed the person? See, this is what we are seeing here, deliverance, deliverance. People that have done a lot, been delivered. Now, being delivered, becoming a child of God. If the person has been destroyed, the opportunity to become a child of God will not be there again. One thing I know you are lacking spirit of forgiveness. You may have it, but not genuine. If you have that genuine spirit of forgiveness, you should also forget. You forgive, but you refuse to forget. You do forgive, but you fail to forget. As if what they had done to you, you have not done it to someone in the past. That is how you judge yourself. What they are doing to you, as I say, are you saying you have not done that to someone in the past? This is the judgment Jesus gave to this uh, woman. When she was accused and they were about to throw him to death by law of Moses, 
Fortunately, they run to Jesus and they ask him, how will you judge this woman? The Lord said, anyone who committing what? Adultery should be stoned to death. Here is a woman now, and it is written by our law. They were looking for something to accuse Jesus himself, not even the woman alone. They want to bring Jesus into that accusation so that they were looking for something to get him as a setup. And Jesus said, well, it is written in your law that anyone that committing adultery should be stoned to death. He now went on his knee and wrote on the ground. When he wrote on the ground, he looked at it and looked at them. Look, what I'm seeing here is if any one of you have never committed what this woman has committed, such person should stone that woman to death. They look at themselves. It's true. What this woman has committed, I have committed it in the past. Oh, I've committed in the past. Immediately, they drop their stone and two to their head. And they, Jesus said, where is these people that kiss you? They could not be fine. And Jesus said, I have nothing against you. Go and sin no more. So that is the reason why you have to forgive. Everything they have accused you so bitter. If you look back far, you will know also you have committed it in the past. Who are you to judge? Finally, take this word. When you are home, sitting down, when you are sitting down at home, before you start praying, there are many things you need to do before pray. Think about your antecedent, where you are coming from, your past record. You may not be able to remember when you are little, but the little you can remember, just bring it to your present. When you bring all this to your present, you will know that enemy, they cannot kill you. It is your fear of enemy that kill you. They cannot kill you. It's your fear. When you begin to kill, when they attack you and the fear come to you, that fear develops a partition. Heart attack, depression, and this thing becoming sickness, lead to death. Attack on your business cannot destroy your business. It is the fear of that attack that destroys your business. Attack on your head cannot kill you. If they give you poison, it cannot kill you. But the fear of that when you begin to remember people they have given poison, or when you meet doctor, doctor say, ah, no, go and write your way. That is fear. 
you are dead already. There is nothing you have gone through now that someone has not gone through it in the past. There is nothing you have seen that someone has not faced in the past. And you know what become of them. But what is your problem? Where easily forgetting the history? Bible is our standard. Take your Bible and read. You have your role model. If you cannot get any role model in this age, in the Bible, by the time you read your Bible, you'll find your role model in your Bible. Time is too short. We have wasted our time on this, waste our time on our marriage, waste our time on our education, waste our time on our deed, waste our time of free relationship. We keep wasting our time, come back to where we started. You go this way, you come back to where you started again. You go that way, you come back to where you started again. That is your lie. I'm just telling you your lie. Someday when I go to America, I spend 20 years, I'll be great. After getting to America 30 years, you go back to where you started. If I have got a billion of dollars, I side business, I become great. You got a billion of dollars, at the end of the day, back to where you started again. There's nothing you have not tried. If there's anything you have not tried, it's Jesus. Tell your neighbor, if there's anything I have not tried, it's Jesus. Because following Jesus is your own way of following. You have not followed Jesus genuinely. You have to say the truth. You have not. You are hearing from me now that your situation is meant to strengthen your desire and your determination. And this is the first time you are hearing this kind of thing. And if you have heard it in the past, you have not been putting it to practice. When trouble comes, you cry. Is that somebody who is following Jesus? Trouble comes, you started crying. How do we test your faith? You say you are a Christian. So if you are a Christian now, they should not test your faith. Anything that is not tested is not genuine. Tell your neighbor. Because you want to start as fake. Why, why are you afraid of test? Sickness tests you, you are complaining. How do we know you are genuine? Failure tests you, you complain. How do we know you are genuine? Temptation comes, you complain. How do we know you are genuine? Tribulation comes, you complain. How do we know you are genuine? <laughs> Tell your neighbor, anything that is not tested, is not genuine. You know how temptation Jesus went through. A lot of tests. So when sickness comes, it's a test to know whether you are genuine. But you keep complaining. And now I serve Jesus. I know Jesus. Why all this has happened to me? Why this setback? I don't know. I'm tired. Because of that, you will not pray again. After a while, you continue to pray. But already you have uh, revoked. You have complained. 
So when those things come, it's to remind you, hey, this is to test my genuineness. Whether I'm truly a child of God, or I'm truly for Jesus, or fake. It's a test. Anything that is not tested is not genuine. Don't cry. Don't murmur. Don't lament. When tests come in any form, you allow tests to separate your marriage. You allow tests to destroy your business. You allow tests to destroy your health. You allow tests to destroy your life. A lot of marriage today that's supposed to be together. The trouble is supposed not to separate them, but little trouble, divorce. Temptation come, divorce. Sickness come, divorce. Hardship come, divorce. The same to business partner. A lot of business has been scattered because of this temptation. Church, you stop coming to church because of trouble you are going through. Most actually, the area I know all of us as wrong is the way we handle relationship. Everybody's wrong there. Everybody is wrong when it comes to that relationship issue because we destroy relationship beyond repair. No matter what anybody might have done to you, be careful. Make sure you are not destroying your relationship with the person to the extent that in future you cannot go to him or her. Beyond repair is <laughs> bad. Because God always using people we have fought with, people we have issue with, people that we see as an enemy to be our savior in the future. This is what is happening all over the world today. You just go to many companies, you want business, or you need help. By the time you walk inside the company, you find that, uh, ha, you want to walk back with your back. So, no, no, I'm not, no, no problem, I will come back. I'll come back, I'll come back. What happened? Somebody you find that uh, he used to be your driver in the past, now become the MD of the big company and you have done so bad to him. You're not on back, say, huh? I'll come back. I'll come back, eh? Oh, come, I'll come back. <laughs> you now begin to ask, maybe I have gone to the wrong, wrong office. It's not wrong office, so that's the office you need to go. Tomorrow is mystery. So thank you. Viva, thank you.